to the program. I'm Lori Rubinson, talking sports, having fun with you here on The Fan at 877-337-6666. That is the phone number. Mr. Connor Green, he is producing and behind the glass and taking your calls. Phone lines are open now. We got Peter Schwartz on the updates. I'll be with you for four hours until Sal Licata comes your way for the overnight. All right. Plenty to do and some very fun guests coming up later to do it with. The first hour or so, it's you, it's me, it's open phone lines. Uh, or you can hit me up on Twitter at L Rubinson. At L R U B I N S O N on Twitter. And I will also read off comments there. My three guests tonight. At 11.15, Anthony DeComo, MLB.com covers the Mets. He will be my guest tonight. Uh, Last week, we opened it up and started off the baseball for the season and a little spring training with uh, Brendan Cuddy from The Athletic on the Yankees. So this week, I had some Mets fans saying, hey, what about the Mets? All right, you got your Mets guest tonight. Um, So if you have Mets questions or topics, call in or hit me up on Twitter. I can ask Tony your question. Then, coming up at 1220, EJ Raddick from, he's a senior reporter from NHL.com on the, look, it is the trade deadline coming up on Friday. um, And (laughs) for all the talk about Patrick Kane, potentially coming to the Rangers, which seems like that's going to happen. The devil said, hold my beer. And Timo Meyer, that deal getting done. And really the biggest, you know, maybe Kane is better known if you're talking about, you know, who do hockey fans around the league, uh, you know, who do people maybe know more. But Timo Meyer, the, the number one player that was available as a get, at the deadline, and this young and up-and-coming Devils team decided to go all in and made that deal. Huge deal for the Devils. What are the implications of that? So, and Patrick Kane, what are we hearing about that for the Rangers? And Rangers get a, just a, a statement win, I would say, tonight after four losses and a lot of crazy goings on with that. You heard Peter Schwartz's update. Keandre Miller gets thrown out of the game for, for spitting. And the Devils were all, I mean, the Rangers were already down a defenseman due to injury with Lindgren. And, and to now have to go 43 minutes of hockey with four defensemen, guys like Truba. Played 29 minutes in this game, which is just unheard of. Um, really a heroic effort by the Devil, by the Rangers defenseman. So, anyway, lots to talk about in that game. Very fun hockey game tonight. Um, and then, of course, we've got the start of spring training and baseball. We're going to get to that in a moment. Oh, but my uh, third guest of the night... Kind of started this off a little bit last week, had on a different kind of guest to talk about somebody who is a uh, a podcaster um, on the Jets and got his take. Well, going to zag a little, zig and zag, and coming up in the 1 o'clock hour after the update tonight, I'm going to be joined by, if you are a Giants fan, I'll just say, I think this will be a treat for you. His name is Jeff 
Pilgrim. He is better known on Twitter and YouTube as El Jefe. And so he is the creator uh, of the El Jefe videos. And if you are a Giants fan, I hope you know about these. If you don't, you should. You should look these up after the show. Look them up tomorrow. And just a lot of fun stuff he has uh, that he creates for um, after every Giants game during the season. And uh, it's just fun stuff. And we'll talk about that. He also is uh, a co-host of a podcast on the Giants. So we'll, we'll do a little bit of a deep dive. So last week was Jets and this week Giants trying to give on the program maybe this uh, just feeling like as we as we uh, head into the winter now trying to give different voices an opportunity to be on the air who maybe people you know obviously are super passionate about whether they're bloggers or podcasters maybe not the everyday voices that typically are on our air so that we're going to do that so that's coming up should be good stuff um, with a fresh voice and a fresh talent in the one o'clock hour all right we start though with Spring training. It started. Baseball is back, baby. And this weekend, Mets and Yankees both in, uh, you know, the game starting and in action. And two, I'll just, two topics to lead off the show for you to call in on. One, of course, we got to do it. The rule changes. I've just put this out on Twitter. So here's your question. The new Major League Baseball rule changes. Are they awesome or ugh? Those are your choices. Awesome or ugh for the new MLB rule changes. I will give you my take in just a moment. Topic number two. The kids are all right. That's for both the Yankees and the Mets. You know, we talk about, and I think in a lot of cases, we whine and complain and lament if our New York baseball teams don't go out and purchase high-priced talent at every position. There should be, as if there should be, and there has to be an all-star at every position. And yet, we talk out of the other side of our mouths. Because then we turn around and we look at a team like, I'll just use the Braves as an example, and then we have envy. How come? You know, Michael Harris, look what he's doing for the Braves. They have all these players who come up and have so much success. And you wonder, well, huh, you know, why aren't our teams having some of that with the young players? And some of it is opportunity. So, Mets, third base right now. Manny Machado just signed a massive deal. He is not coming to the Mets or the Yankees anytime soon. So, if you're looking for Mets and third base, is it time for Brett Beatty to get an opportunity to be the Mets starting third baseman? Or are you going into the regular season with Escobar as your, your, your starter there? Mets third base, possibility there. And then on the Yankees side, I don't know if you had a chance, I... Uh, I was watching Mets spring training game on the TV and then had the Yankees on the laptop. And in particular, and then I watched the second Yankee game a little later in the day. Um, but the MLB Network one that had uh, Anthony Volpe leading off and playing. That's what I was. Re- I, I love watching prospects. So watch that game today as well. 
and Volpe, all he did, first time at bat, first pitch, line drive. It was an out, but it was well hit. Then he lines a double. Then he steals, comes up again, steals a couple bases. Every time I looked up, he was scoring a run. And with the new rules and base stealing becoming more of a factor... So the question is, who? if I'm asking for Mets, who should be the starting third baseman? Question for the Yankees. Who should be the starting shortstop? I understand with Volpe it's a little complicated because he does not have a spot on the 40-man roster right now. So that means somebody else would have to go if you wanted to break camp with him. So does that mean somebody else for now? And then Volpe later? Or how do you see it? Yankees starting shortstop, Mets starting third base. How do you see those playing out? 877-337-6666 or hit me up on Twitter. Rule changes, Mets and Yankees, Kitty Core. Um, you can weigh in on that. Um, all right. We're going to start, though, with, as I said, I'm going to get to the rule changes and then we'll get to some of these young players. So, rule changes. I'll just start this right now by saying I think the rule, the Major League Baseball rule, rule changes are, in a word, awesome, awesome, awesome. I mean, I don't understand even people who are complaining about them. Is it just because, I don't know, you're the kind of person who says, get off my lawn, I don't like anything that's different? Did you not like... Years ago, when baseball introduced a wild card, did you complain that they were diluting the playoffs, the postseason, and there should just be, uh, I don't know, a pennant winner from each league, and that's it? (laughs) It's changed, people. You know, there was the horse and buggy, then there was the car, then there was the airplane. Like, things evolve. (laughs) It's how it works. And now, these rules, I mean, the pitch clock, let's start there. It's going to speed up the game. Human beings are smart and will get used to it. This is just the very beginning. So let the uh, major leaguers get used to it. And even if there is, there will be. There will be some situation probably early in the season when somebody gets a base or gets called out or whatever because of the pitch clock. Like, it'll happen. And then people will learn. And by the time we get a month or so into the season, and by the time we get to the end of the season, you're all going to forget about it in a year or two. You're going to forget about it. It will just be baseball. They won't be the new rule changes. You will get used to them. The pitch clock will... It's not like it's taking away anything from us. What's it taking from us? By speeding up the time in between pitches, it's not taking away any outs in a game. It's not taking away innings. It's just taking away the time that... In the past, what? That you got to see uh, a hitter sit and arrange his wristbands? Are we all going to miss James McCann adjusting his uh, his cup 
Is that what you're going to miss between pitches? Want to see somebody arrange himself? (laughs) Do you want to see a a pitcher, uh, the days of of Steve Traxel, you know, waiting for, uh, you know, while I'm young, throw the the baseball. I don't understand what it is that people think they're they're going to miss so much with the pitch clock. So that one, count me in wholeheartedly, 100%, thumbs up, love it. The bigger bases, if the point is that it's safer and research shows that it's safer and will cut down on players colliding with each other or stepping on each other at the bag and it's safer, then sure. Now... That one is going to change things a little bit, no doubt. Suddenly, the stolen base is going to be a much bigger part of the game. It is. It's going to be a lot easier to steal. And especially, the one that seems a little dicey to me, limiting the number of times that a pitcher can throw over to first base, that one I probably would give an extra, I'd give an extra one, uh, you know, throw over to first base. Ideally, because once you throw it over once, it's kind of hard to do it again. Because after two, the runner knows you're not coming here again unless you really caught me going. Otherwise, you're handing me you're handing me a, a base. So that's that one seems a little dicey. I would I I like the concept, but I think I would give one more throw over to first base. Um, at least maybe in the later innings of games. I don't know. Or even just in general. That one, I'd give one more. Instead of two throws, and then by the third one, if you throw, it better be um, a caught stealing, a pitch out, or whatever. Yeah, not a pitch out. Like In other words, you better, a pickoff. It better be a pickoff, or you're, you're handing, it's a box, and you're handing somebody a base. That, that feels a little dicey on that one. I'd give one more. But you know what? I'm going to be open-minded. I'm going to see how it works. That's the whole point. Let's see how this works. And if one rule in particular is not outstanding, they can always go back and and adapt it next year, add an extra throw to first base if it turns out that it's too, too little. And then you have to shift. And I was not in advance one of these people who was clamoring for them to get rid of the shift or limit the shift, put the limitation on. Um, Because in general, my mindset is it it just feels like it's penalizing teams from being smart. And at some point, should players be able to adapt and just hit against the shift and make it go away? But I was having this conversation this morning with my with my nephew about that, and he was very much against the change to the shift. And the more I thought about it is, while it sounds like a nice idea that hitters should be able to adjust to it, the truth is we've seen that they haven't. And so at a certain point, if you have to make a rule change to make the game better, because... Teams have gotten really smart and nobody's adjusting against it, then you got to make that change. So I'm even fine with the shift, all of it. 
877-337-6666. So to me, shift and bigger bases and pitch clock, bring it all on. Awesome. Love all the new rules they just instituted this year. As for Mets, Yankees, the Kitty Core, who should be playing and starting third for the Mets? Who should be starting at shortstop for the Yankees? How would I handle those positions? I guess we'll do it as a little tease. Um, <laughs> we'll take a break. I'll come back and I'll uh, I'll share. I'll take some calls and look at uh, some comments on Twitter and share my opinions on both of those. Um, and also, I think we got to look at for the Mets. Pretty intriguing. I don't know if you had a chance to uh, catch the Mets at all, but Ronnie Mauricio didn't just hit a home run for the Mets today. If you've ever seen a game, a minor league game at Port St. Lucie there at the ballpark, and you know in center field there, they have what they call the burn, you know, the big field of grass that goes up a hill, and at the top of the hill, there's a little concrete, and then that's it. Kind of you're out of the stadium. Well, he hit the ball over the burn, over the grass, onto the concrete, up at the top, almost out of the entire ballpark today, Ronnie Mauricio. And that is some serious power from that young man. And I think we've been talking about, what about Brett Beatty as a power back for the Mets? What about Francisco Alvarez as a potential part-time DH and power back for the Mets? What about Mark Vientos? Um, you know, talking about all of them, they all got a little look last year, a little call up from the Mets, the end of the season. And meanwhile, Ronnie Mauricio, maybe he needs to be in this conversation and impact back for all the Mets didn't get Carlos Correa. What is the potential for an impact bat that might actually be somewhere in their system already? Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty sixty six. We're gonna talk hockey. We're gonna talk Knicks. We're gonna do some NFL and of course some baseball. Tons to do. Taking your calls. Great guests. Keep it tuned here. Quick break. Be right back. 